West. It is Wave 97.9 WHAV. And on the line with us is State Representative Linda Dean Campbell. And Linda, good morning. Good morning to you as well. What a great day. What a beautiful day. Oh, I I know, yeah. Now, yesterday I went outside to to walk my dog, Remy, and and there was a bird just sitting on the fence, just staring at us. So we stared back, (laughs) and then it flew off. But uh, no bird today. I don't know where they are, and and I have a new bird feeder out. Uh, They haven't hit that yet, but I'm I'm sure that they will. I did put up one of those squirrel baffles uh, that look like a... Uh, not the flat one, but more like a like a missile, uh, and uh, and I did see a, a chipmunk go up that, uh, and then get stuck, and then come back down again. I haven't seen a squirrel try uh-huh. yet. <laughs> oh, they will. Let me tell you, they're very persistent. But um, one thing I want to recommend to you, um, a friend of mine um, is into birding, and um, it it it's really it it's very very interesting and wonderful. They have these little apps that you can put on your phone. I don't have a lot of apps on my phone, but this is a simple thing. And when you sit, like if you're outside in your backyard and you have this app, um, it will tell you what type of bird is chirping. Um, and it's it's quite interesting. Um, you, you, the variety, um, I think people would be amazed at the variety of birds, you know, up here in the Merrimack Valley. And um, so it's fun. It's just a fun thing. So I pass that on to you. You sound like you have an interest. Uh, I would recommend it. I'm one step ahead of you. My neighbor just showed me that that app. It's called Merlin, and it, the, the name sticks because I think of Merlin the magician. Um, but yeah. uh, it's called Merlin. Yeah, it's it's free, although you can you know add on to it. But I use the free one, and uh, yeah, I have identified two birds already. Uh, but when I go out early in the morning, that's when the birds are starting to wake up. So uh, that's yeah. where you can get that. And, yeah, you, you hit the record button, and then you kind of point your, your phone towards where the birds are, and it picks it up, and, and there you go. So neat. There you go. It is. It's, it, it can be, um, you know, very interesting. If someone had told me this five years ago, I would have said, uh, no, I don't think so. But but uh, having seen it in operation um, and, the, and the diversity of birds, we... We have an eagle um, in uh, some woods behind our house. Um, we have uh, a hawk family, um, and uh, the variety of, of bird is uh, it's just quite amazing, and, and it's really interesting. You know, in a uh, another phase of my uh, my uh, <laughs> my career, where I, I have done I've done a lot of things besides uh, the radio, although the radio has been the mainstay. But uh, uh, one of the chances that, that I had for about 12 years, is working in one of those big box stores, and, and every once in a while a bird would get in there, you know, and and feed on, on the food, the vegetables, and stuff like that that's out there. Do you ever get birds uh, stuck in the state house? Uh, I am sure. You know, I am sure that happens because um, the uh, sometimes they open those windows, um, and, you know, you have that beautiful balcony, um at the at the front of the building uh so you know sometimes that's open i there is no doubt in my mind i haven't seen any um but there's no doubt in my mind that must happen but i suspect with all the folks working there that that bird is is quickly captured and sent back outside <laughs> uh, i don't think so <laughs> but anyway so when you're not chasing birds around the state house uh, you're you're chasing around legislation right 
right. And there's um, there's an awful lot to chase right now. Um, I think all all people who follow politics know that um, towards the end of a legislative session, you know, you have you have deadlines and deadlines force action usually um, and compromise, which which I think is a good thing. So, uh, boy, we have we have a lot going on um, since we talked. Um, the House has passed a transportation bond bill, um, a mental health omnibus bill, um, some election reforms, which include the, um, you know, like codifying uh, into law the early early voting that that worked well during um, COVID. Um, we have funded the the bill for Chapter 90 roads and, and with a big increase uh, because of some federal funding. Um, the driver's license bill. Um, supported by law enforcement. Um, many of these now are, are in conference between the House and the Senate, except the voting bill, which was uh, signed by the governor. So, um, today, today we're doing, um, we're, uh, going to attempt to, um, expand protections, um, under Roe v. Wade in Massachusetts. We've codified pretty much everything in Roe v. Wade in Massachusetts, but we need to, um, take another step um, to make sure that we protect our practitioners here um, against any lawsuits from out of state and and also protect those that may come to uh, Massachusetts for um, illegal abortion um, so we're we're going to attempt to uh, to do that today um, and also put in some provisions for um, insurance coverage to you know ensure that it is covered in Massachusetts by law. So um, that'll take a while to get done because I'm sure that there'll be a lot of amendments that don't pertain to those particular three items. Um, you know, some will want to expand and some will want to detract from the original law that we passed. So we'll have to plow through all of those amendments um, to get to, you know, the those things that I just mentioned. Um, and uh, we're going to... Uh, to uh, pass the um, the Holyoke settlement, that fifty six million dollars um, regarding those lawsuits, um, and so we're gonna we're gonna pass that so that that can those payments can get started. Um, and we have a piece of healthcare legislation which um, will probably fly under the radar, but I think it's 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 fairly important. And that being that, uh, you know, sometimes. Um, when folks switch insurance and jobs, which which happens frequently, or um, they're fighting with their insurance company about paying for a uh, a non generic drug, right, versus the original uh, pharmaceutical or a certain treatment, um, and it's called like step up, step down. Sometimes insurance will say to consumers, "Well, you're going to do this first before we pay for this." Or you're going to do this first before we pay for this, and it's a battle between a lot of physicians um, and uh, insurance companies. You know, it doesn't get into the news a lot because it's mostly a physician insurance company battle, um, but it can be very frustrating for folks. Um, say, for example, you know, they're switching jobs, they're switching insurance, um, they're they're on medication or they're on a protocol or they're receiving treatment that's working. And then when they start a new with a new insurance company, you know they get okay. Well, no, that's 
we're not going to cover that. And you have to go back to square one and try this and this and this before we're going to do this for you. And sometimes that can be very detrimental to folks' health. You know, I think everyone can understand that. So we're going to take a look at that today. Um, and um, and so, uh, yeah, so backing up into uh, July, we're going to have, a, a, you know, eight, eight major bills or so that are going to have to be resolved, the differences between the House and the Senate. So uh, July is going to be um, a very busy month. Um, we have to finish up by the very last day of July at midnight um, to pass um, legislation that we pass in formal session, which is substantial legislation and legislation that involves spending. So it's going to be a, um, a very, very, um, I think, uh, hectic July, but um, hopefully very productive. Um, as I said, I think sometimes deadlines are good. Now, when you say codify, that means that, uh, you know, somebody can say in uh, Section 3, subsection such and such and such, is that what that means? Right. It means that it's actually in law, right? Um, and so sometimes we, um, when when uh, things are passed, they're, they're not actually put into law. There's guidelines promulgated and... Um, they're followed um, by the private sector. Um, they're put into regulation, right? And and um, it works well, right? And that that usually works very well. And it's done to allow for flexibility, right? And um, and they're followed routinely um, by industry and the private sector. Um, but sometimes things need to be put into law. So, for example. You know, with the issue of of the Supreme Court and Roe v. Wade, we don't have anything in law that says that our practitioners um, cannot be sued, right? Now, would that be difficult for another state to sue a practitioner in our state? Of course it would, right? Be, you know, probably tied up in the courts forever, right? Um, but, um, you know, if, if we pass... Um, a bill that we can't agree with the Senate on, it's signed by the governor, that means that, no, they cannot, and um, they cannot do that. So, you know, it's it's that type of thing um, where right now, you know, for practitioners especially, there's a great deal of concern um, with them in terms of what's going on in other states um, and, and current federal law. So this this will, uh, you know, give them some protections, um, I think, which are, which are probably needed. Um, and it will give individuals coming here. So if we codify these things in law, it's state law. I'm sorry, um, in this particular case, state law prevails. Our state law prevails over your state law, and that's the way it is. How about that? And, and so that's why we want to codify it, yes. And this is why you're such a big... Uh uh, proponent of the uh, civics education uh, measure that that we had you uh, we mentioned you the other day in the news on WHAV. Well, I um, a lot of people got that over the finish line, right? And one of the reps that was really involved with that, and 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 it's uh, primarily how we got to know each other very well is um, you know our, our our rep in Haverhill here, Andy Vargas, and. Um, it was it was fantastic because you had the older person like myself and you had the younger person like Andy um, really really pushing for this and um, he brought so much to the table 
um, brought a, brought a lot of excitement with young people. But um, yeah, I think now more than ever, um, I think that this this is really important for you know our country does seem to be um, uh, still splitting apart, right? There there doesn't seem to be a lot of momentum to bring us together. Um, that's my personal observation, but um, it seems to be happening, and it it seems that. Um, you know, these recent court cases as well on firearm legislation and on abortion, such, you know, such hot button issues are even, you know, further pulling us apart. And um, so, it, you know, I think it's a time of great challenge nationally. And so I think that, um, you know, uh, providing our young people who are going to be making the rules in our society and the I think providing them with at least a fundamental understanding of of the basic documents and and how we attempt in our country to make democracy work. I think I think it's so important um because I think that most of them, you know, don't have that. And um so to understand how that works, I think is so important for them. And you know, the provision we talked a lot about in this law was how to check information and uh to try and give them the skills um, because they're all online, right? Um, they don't read newspapers and magazines, right? So how do you, you know, how to help these um, to help these young adults um, figure out um, how to get information, how to check it? Um, and I think that that's a really important part of the law as well. Oh yeah, yeah, very much, very much so. And one of the things that uh, I did, uh, I read a lot, but uh, one of the things I did was I actually. Uh, and got a, a book on the Constitution because I, I, I figured and I realized that I didn't know that much about it. I, I'm kind of embarrassed about that, but uh, yeah, I got right. the book, and and uh, so now I'm I'm going to uh, I'm going to learn all about the Constitution, see what's what's there, what's not there, and and uh, what things mean. So yeah, it's, I think it's yeah. I think for everyone right now, I think that that is um, it's a really um, I think interesting. Um, endeavor right now, right? Because it's uh, it's such a brilliant document, right? Um, and I think that um, everyone should at least have a general sense, right, of the basic principles within that document. And I had to do the same, too, right? Because when I started promoting civic education, I'm like, okay, Linda, <laughs> you need to do some reading here? Because sure enough, you know, a lot of these young students would invite me to their civics bowl or this or that and the other thing. So I needed to, I needed to sharpen my information as well. Um, but I think it's really, really important right now, um, as we try and ascertain, you know, the responsibility of federal government and, and the responsibility of states and how much are we going to leave up to states. Um, that's certainly, you know, in, in my tenure in the state legislature, um, I felt it was a real blessing, but on the other hand, it's, it's, I recognize it as a problem. Um, the states were really um, left to legislate on major provisions, um, which would normally have more input from the federal government, right? But everything was stuck um, in the federal government, and there was no consensus, and so nothing happened. And so the states had to take up a lot of things that normally the federal government would take up. Exciting, very much so. But you know, when you think about it, right? There could be there's there's more and more differences now between how states govern, and that's not good for commerce. 
you know, it, it's just, it's not good for national unity. It's, it's problematic. I think most people would agree. So understanding that document, I think, um, is so important. Um, and, and understanding that it is a document that was meant to be updated and changed, um, I think is really important. I think we could all use that and we could all take a pause, right? Um, and spend some time, you know, researching that document because I think it's really important now that we all, we all become more educated on that. All right. Well, you got a lot of work to do and uh, over the next couple of weeks, so we'll let you go do that. And I want to thank you, Linda, for joining us today. Well, it was it's always a pleasure, and um, you uh, it's you know the service you provide um, for folks. I think is um, and along the lines of what we've been talking about, uh, Win. I think it's a really important uh, public service. So thank you for what you do as well. Oh well, thank you very much, and and uh, and you know, Tim does a, a terrific job as well too, putting a lot of things together. So yeah, that's 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 our mission is to uh, help educate, inform, and entertain. And we try to do all that at once, or at least one thing at a time. (laughs) (laughs) You do a good job. Well, thank you very much. State Representative Linda Dean Campbell, our guest this morning, here on The Wave 97.9 WHAV. Wake up with Wynn Damon weekdays from 6 to 9 a.m. on 97.9 FM WHAV. Catch the wave. W.